Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bijou Podcasts. This is episode 77 of the Stacey June Show. Today is a self-centered Sunday podcast where I want you to ask yourself whether you're feeling or whether you're thinking you're feeling. Hey guys, I just realised how cryptic and funny that intro was. Um, and I will explain it all very soon. It's Stace. If you are listening, I host the Stacey June Show, and today is a podcast where I hope that you go deeper within and ask yourself some questions that you may not have asked yourself yesterday and have some time uh, in quiet by yourself to ponder. I usually bring a thought or a lesson or where I'm at in the week to share in hope that you can find something new about yourself. Um, This week has been an interesting week for me. I am just over my halfway point of my first pregnancy, well, uh, my first viable pregnancy. And it's a really, it's been such an epic time. Like the first trimester, I was quite unwell. And then the last month or so has been really great. Of course, it's got its challenges. I'm uncomfortable and in a bit of pain. But overall, I feel my energy is is here and I feel very grounded and incredibly grateful. But this week, for some reason, I gained clarity, like I said in last week's show. And this week with the clarity followed a bit of, um, I don't know, a bit of worry and a bit of bit of space to create problems. And yeah, I, I found that a little bit challenging. And so um, so just bear with me because I think at the moment I'm still I'm still really wordy and in my head and, and I'm feeling very um, like I have a million things going on at once. So I will try and get through this and make as much uh, sense as possible and be succinct as I can be. Um, but I have had a lot on my mind. and I've noticed this week I've been talking so fast and Ben will come home from work and I've got a million problems to throw at him within his, you know, seven seconds he's in the door. So it, 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 it's been a bit chaotic, but I've had an energy healing today and I hope that, you know, my energy has, has really just calmed down a bit. With that, let's all just take a bit of a breath. Make sure your jaw's relaxed. And more importantly than ever that I've realized, make sure your pelvis is fully released unclenched. No need to be tightening up here. It's a Sunday after all, if you're listening today on the day that this drops. I had an interesting conversation with a friend and I mentioned it in my newsletter this week. You can subscribe at stacyjune.com if you're not already on there. But it was, um, it was about the idea that I believe we sometimes think we're feeling things that we're not. And that's a tricky, I guess, process to comprehend if you're not in a place where you're communicating with yourselves regularly or understanding the difference between your mind and your gut. So just to give a quick preface to that, 
The way we have started to understand our personality, who we are and what our being is, who makes us up and and how we could potentially describe ourselves is often very much controlled and dictated by what we think. And and Michael Singer says in The Untethered Soul of how incorrect this is. We've been taught to believe that stories and thoughts and things that people have put on us in terms of you're this, you're confident, you're quiet, you're quite opinionated, you're quite this, um, and then add on thoughts that we may have negative thoughts, negative um, stories that we've been told about ourselves, maybe things that we've created ourselves, whether good, bad, I'm very loud and confident, but actually deep down, maybe I'm a little bit uh, introverted. My point is a lot of the idea around a sense of self comes from the mind, our head, an idea of who we are, an idea of what our personality is, a thought of who we present to the world. And actually, we've all kind of started to understand that that's what makes up our personality, where these types of things, X, X, and X. But actually, when we start to understand the concept of separating our mind and our, our gut, our intuition, our true energy source, the person that we truly are, it's, it's quite overwhelming to see often how different it can be. And a lot of people will often say that they're an introvert or extrovert or maybe an introverted extrovert. And I think that's because often a lot of the time we are dabbling between the two. It's confusing. It's like I feel like I'm this inside, but on the outside I'm I'm acting like this or I tell myself I'm this. And so stick with me. It's a little bit complex, but if you are meditating or you are aware of what that internal voice is, that intuition, that that source that you know has your back and that part that is the cheerleader internally inside you, you know that there is a difference between that voice and then the voice that's coming from your mind, often stemmed from fears or uh, ideas from external sources like people or television or movies or Instagram. And that, in fact, is really not the essence of who we are. And so many of us go through the world thinking and understanding that those those mind personality traits or that... Uh, that sense of self that comes from thought and and thinking and analyzing and controlling is who we are. When actually who we are is a lot like the person we were as a kid. Who we are is the person we, we are when we feel at home and safe and at ease, not in anxiety. So it's just really important to separate the two because that's the first part of this equation where I feel like we've got it a little bit wrong. And my mate had said to me last week, because I was, I'll get back to that. He said to me that he was having a, a weird Saturday night and essentially he was walking around, came up with a McFlurry and having a bit of a moment thinking, what the fuck am I doing? Like here I am on a Saturday night all by myself, you know, trying to just kind of pass the time and wander around um, the aisles of Kmart smashing into an RO McFlurry. Yes, some of us may be at that point of our lives where we're like, this is awesome. But for a lot of us, that idea of spending a Saturday night, in inverted commas like that, is the wrong thing to do. This kind of idea that means we're sad or lonely or unhappy or pathetic or miserable or single, all those kinds of connotations that come with the fact that there's a story we're told about the fact that you should be out on a Saturday night, you should have friends with you on a Saturday night, you should be partying on a Saturday night because that would equate to you having a successful life. 
And so already we're in a bit of a thing, that mind versus gut argument with the same thing with the Saturday night story. There is a story that we're told and then there's a reality. And I said to him when he told me that he felt this, I said, did you really feel lonely and shit and pathetic or did you think you should feel lonely, shit and pathetic? And when I say, did you think you should feel that, did that thought come from this external concept that is that Saturday nights should look a certain way. And so if you bear with me here and have a think about how many things that we probably claim to feel that are in fact a thought about feeling something as opposed to an actual feeling. And if you ask yourself now, even if there's something that's bothering you, or something that's kind of played on your mind, something that you you know you feel not confident about perhaps, whatever it is, I really encourage you to ask yourself whether you are truly feeling that. And that means going back to the, what I was talking about earlier where you truly feel that in your essence, that it's against who you are. It's definitely not working in your core. It isn't, it isn't vibing with you. It's not what your gut's saying is a good thing. Is it truly that or is it, the thought of it that is actually kidding you and making you feel something or making you believe you feel something when actually if you're honest with yourself, you don't really feel anything about it. You've just created a story about feeling something about it. It's complex, but I think you kind of can get it from my friend's example, right? So when I asked him that, he didn't know how to answer the question. Because I don't know if he had really given himself the space to truly think about whether he actually felt that or whether he was telling himself he was feeling that because that's the story that we're told. You are pathetic if you're home on a Saturday night. What does this mean? It means that you don't have anyone. But often a lot of us, and I know especially when I was single, if I got out of that headspace And went into, what do you actually want to do? Do you want to stay at home on a Saturday night and eat spaghetti and hop into your pajamas and have a nice shower by eight o'clock and be in bed by 10 with a glass of wine? Is that what you actually want to do? And when I really stepped out of this, I should be out looking for someone. I should be out doing things with my friends. I should be out on a Saturday night. I'm only 29. When I stepped away from that and actually thought, what do I feel like doing? It was the couch with a bowl of pasta, having an early shower with a glass of wine in bed by 10. That's what I really felt like doing. But I would often fight that and go out or do something that I felt like I told myself I should be doing because if I didn't do it, I told myself I would be feeling XXX, pathetic, sad, not making effort, not trying to find someone, blah, blah, blah. But to just kind of put a single Pringle twist on this, if you are single as well, let me tell you, you're not going to find anyone by going out when it's not truly what you want to do. There's no chance your energy will be will be singing. And even if you meet someone, there's a good chance they're not going to be what you want anyway, because you probably put so much pressure on actually something happening from that situation. Because if you were honest with yourself, you didn't want to go out in the first place. But my point is back to this thought versus story you know, this, this idea of the true feeling versus the thought of the feeling is that let's really make sure that A, we have a good practice to be able to separate the two. So if you don't have anything in your life 
even if it's five minutes of breath, even if it's just a bit of, you know, kind of counting back from 100 before you go to sleep, if you don't have anything that separates your thoughts from your sense of self and being, you need to start today because at the moment you're living through a system that is completely filtered by so much so much that isn't actually our essence, so much that isn't our actual true self. It's from stories that you're told from friends. It's from expectations you have from parents or work. It's from movies. It's from culture. It's from society. It's from our politics. Everything external is telling you things. And then you're thinking and feeling or not feeling, but you're thinking that you're feeling certain things from past life stories. All this kind of stuff is all in your mind. And you could be living your whole life like that and and fighting against the true essence of what you want, the true essence of what you what you want to do with your life or what you want to do with your day because you don't have a way to separate the two. So my first instruction would be if you don't know how to do that, go to the website and download my Find Your Intuition worksheet. It's only 20 bucks and it will give you homework for you to start the process of separating the two. And if you are already kind of understanding the concept, you can just as easily do it yourself as by doing a proper meditation, I guess, um, maybe 20 or 30 days every day for at least five to 10 minutes um, where you will slowly but surely start to see the separation between your thoughts and that beautiful essence that I talk about. And the other thing that I wanted to get to was if we aren't understanding the separation, then we really don't have a way for us to ask ourselves this question. And if, and, and, and I think that's what this whole podcast is about, that essentially we need to have the ability and we not only have the ability but then actually put it into action every day where we are checking in with how we feel, not how we think we feel or how we're telling ourselves to feel. Their mind actions. I'm talking about getting in touch with your feelings. I often ask people in my coaching at the moment, how do you feel? And I remember when I first met Ben and he found it really hard to communicate his feelings. People will say, I feel exhausted. I feel confused. I'm not sure. I don't know. I feel a bit, um, you know, kind of just words that weren't actually feeling words, words that distracted from the actual core feeling that I feel, what's another word Ben used to use? Sometimes he'd say he feels... Um, satisfied, for example. And I was always like, what is that? What? That's not a feeling. Like it's a word to describe a feeling. The feeling under satisfied generally would be, uh, I don't know, happiness or fulfillment or contentment. Even fulfillment and contentment is probably not a feeling word. I'm talking real simple here. Sad, happy, like upset, tired, um, you know, lo- like lonely, excited, like feelings that actually evoke some form of emotion in you. Anything that doesn't form emotion in you is a word to describe a feeling. It's not an actual feeling. So not only do we need to make sure we're able to separate it, but once we get that skill set, we need to be practicing and activating it every day where we ask ourselves when we're really caught up in something, an issue or a, a, a dilemma or some, you know, whatever a problem, that you're asking yourself, am I really feeling this or what am I really feeling about this? Rather than 
what am I reacting to in my mind? What am I telling myself to feel? What am I telling myself I'm going to feel? And often you haven't even had that experience happen and you've already created a story about how you're going to feel about something that hasn't even happened. So I encourage you to practice this. And if you are stuck trying to separate the first step, which is your mind from your gut, then you need to start getting familiar with how to do that. It is life-changing and very important for us to unlock our true selves. There is a reason that you walk around you know, thinking that you've got things on lock, but underneath you still feel like you're not truly accessing your truth and that you feel a bit anxious and it doesn't feel natural to you. There's a good chance that you're acting and making moves in life from a mind place and not a soul place. And if you're not, if you're doing that, then it means there's always going to be something that's a bit aching underneath that maybe is unheard or unattended to. And that's a really full-on way to live because on the outside, you can have a couple of days where you feel happy by something, but there's always this achy, naggy, kind of anxious, just something else that you haven't quite attended to or been honest about or, or nourished because they've never been heard and maybe you don't know how to do it. So today's the day to inquire. And if you are like my friend that is, you know, really in a pondering place, then a pondering place is still a really great step. If you are a person that really understands the concept of feelings versus mind, and so when you ask yourself, like my question that I said, are you feeling this or are you thinking you feel this, and you sit there with a ponder and you're not sure, that's okay too. That's a message in itself. You need more time. Don't constantly expect there to be a yes or no black or white answer. Anything that you get in response to a question like that is information for you. Your body's always talking and always trying to tell you things. And if you want more clarity, then you need to do a little bit more work to separate the two. And if you understand the two, then maybe you just need more time. But just be nice to whatever comes up with this. You know, it's probably a new process for a lot of you. And it takes practice, a lot of practice. And even this morning, my mind completely took over. I really couldn't check into my gut. As I said, I've just been a bit worried and a bit, um, I don't know, just a little bit more scared of change with my pregnancy and my life and who I am with all of this. So I just have had one of those weeks where my mind has been a little bit more prevalent than my gut. So those weeks happen and they they need to happen from time to time. And, you know, the clouds will clear eventually and clouds don't necessarily mean bad either. So let's just not put labels on things that happen when you might not have the exact answer or clarity you're looking for. Let's just experiment with ourselves and start to ponder and be curious about this information. Good luck with it. It's complex. You might need to listen back to it again, but it's certainly worth understanding because if we're able to start following our feelings and actually find that voice or find that idea or inspiration or you know encouragement from our inner voice as opposed to our mind, your life will fully change, fully change. But it's a daily practice, friends. Do it today, start today, you know, whatever you need. I'll put the show notes, I'll put the workshop, uh, the Find Your Intuition workshop in the show notes and I will be back on Tuesday for a single Pringle episode. Okay, love, love, bye.
This has been another Bijou Podcast production. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.